0: Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome.
1: Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins... And still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
2: Well, hello and welcome to Mama Said. We're back. We're doing another show, Jenna. Hi. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Hello. So, fellow mamas, we have a very, very special guest today, which will I, sh- I will introduce you to her in just a minute. But first, Jenna, I have to ask you, how was your week?
3: Week was good. It was long, um, always. Always. Uh, it was just not packed with anything. Oh, well, that's I, I sometimes must admit, good. It, it was. It was good, but it was bad. Like, well, I, I need more activities. All right. Basically. Well, I'm going to get
2: more out of you because obviously, in our first segment, I need to ask about your mommy win and your mommy fail. And I of have a the week. Great. Yeah. Right.
1: Mommy win. Mommy fail.
3: Multiple. give them to me. Okay. Okay, mommy win would be I stopped nursing. I stopped breastfeeding, which is like Yoo-hoo! four weeks overdue. You're and free. I'm free. My boobs are free. They feel – they don't feel good yet, <laughs> um, but they're going to feel good. And um, I'm just – you know, I'm really happy to get them back. And I'm r- proud of it you. It was hard. It was really hard. But it's like – it's my win, but it's, it's hard. You should be proud. Thank you. And then, gosh, fail – my son, who is a little over three, we got him a big boy bed, and I warned him, and I, you know, read the books, and I told him, you know, like, your crib is going to go away, and he was like, no, I really don't want it to go away. By the way, he's not a good sleeper, so he's not attached to the crib, but it's an attachment regardless. He's used to it. It's a habit. Yeah, so... um, he freaked out. The movers came and he absolutely freaked out. He was holding on to the crib for oh dear life. God. I have pictures. Um and you my- had pictures. <laughs> of course so sad. You had pictures. Um he was holding on for dear life. The mover was like, Oh my god, like should I <laughs> should I like disassemble this? And I was like, just keep going, keep going. I was so mad at my husband because he was supposed to be out of the house with Milo. Who's my son? And um I was supposed to like have him come back and there was gonna be this gorgeous bed all prepared. And no, that didn't happen. You had so the it, whole
2: moment planned. It was in your head, a
3: whole disaster, m- like epic meltdown, like the most epic meltdown I've ever seen him have. Poor guy. Oh but now he likes the bed a lot. Okay, good. So
2: So it was a fail, so it, like, but it ended
3: okay. Yeah, it's okay. But okay. it was it was really sad.
2: Well, you know, you're just preparing him for life, I yeah, guess, you know. Exactly.
3: And a comfy bed. Who doesn't want a comfy
2: bed? Right, totally. Yeah.
1: What about All right, you? So babe? Is that my turn? Okay. Yeah.
2: So my win. All right. So I have done in the past five days four cross country flights, two of which involved my children. And my win is that I flew to Florida with both kids successfully, like no screaming, no meltdowns. I finally shelled out the money for my baby's own seat in a car seat, and that was. Game changer. I mean, I know it's not always possible, but we're going to do a travel show because I have a lot to say on travel with children because I'm done a lot of it. But holy moly. Thank you, Jesus. Like we made it. I didn't have to apologize to everybody as I walked off the plane. So win, 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 win. Yay.
3: I usually like buy Starbucks cards for all of the people sitting behind me and in front of me.
2: Oh, wow. That's so nice. Because
3: I never know. Like I'm like, I'm so sorry in advance. And some people are like, ew, like I do not want to sit next to you.
2: Save it for the travel show, Jenna. Exactly. Okay. My fail. My fail is, well, so also back to all this flying that I've been doing and, and the busyness and dealing with children's colds and things. I'm really tired, like more tired. And My voice is also tired. So my patience is super low. And I really try and be conscious about my patience with my children. It's not always the best. But the person who gets the brunt of it is Cutter, my husband. Yep. And so now that I sit here at a table amongst my friends and can take a deep breath and don't have babies pulling my hair, or children whining, I can be a human and realize that I'm sorry, Cutter, <laughs> for you just having to get the worst sides of me. Um, you are a wonderful dad, and I have failed you, I feel, as a wife this past week. Um, but lucky for me, he still loves me and kept me around. So those are my win-fails.
3: Are we going to use this podcast as, like, an apology to our husband? Like every God, I hope
2: so, because I'm always in a good mood when I'm here. So me too. it's an opportunity for me Sorry, to Sorry, Neil, that. in advance. <laughs> well, I think it's about time now to welcome our guest. She is an incredible actress. You know her from Reba, Privileged, Astronaut Wives, amongst many, many other things. She's also my very best friend in the world, and you may not know an incredibly talented interior designer, an expert of all things happy, and the co-founder of the Happy Place. Please welcome Miss Joanna Garcia Swisher.
0: I'm so excited to be here. Uh,
3: thank you.
2: Obviously, we're going to rope you in because you're my bestie, and you have yes. to be our first guest. I
0: have been waiting for this to happen. I'm so excited. For
2: you We're guys, so happy. So, happy here. <laughs> so, Joe, I mean, I think a lot of people obviously know you as an actress and all of your beautiful talents that you have in this world, but maybe let our fellow mamas know about you as a mommy and about your family. quickly. Oh,
0: well, I have two little babies Sailor, who's two and a half, and Emmy, who's five and a half, and married to Nick for eight years now, and we've been living pretty much like in a covered wagon all across the country <laughs> because of his job, my job, all of it. So, we're just now settling back into LA since February and That's it's it. It's been nice. I know. Wow. Almost a year we've been back, but it feels good. Yeah. It's, nice it's to been go. nice for us to have you back too. It's been good.
2: So, I think because you are our my best friend, you I can't let you escape and I'm going to make you share. <laughs> your mommy wins and fails possibly of this week.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. So it's all one story. And so there was wins and fails within this one massive situation. Great. So Emmy, as Jamie knows, she's kind of like the absent minded professor professor. She's very sweet, but she will like leave the house with one shoe on. (laughs) And I just don't understand it. It's so beyond me. It's just absurd. So she wears uniforms at her school, which is amazing. But I bought at the beginning of the year, I bought three sweaters to go with, you know, I figured that's a good rotation. Yeah. We can keep things clean. So she officially, as of this past week, has now lost all of them. Awesome. Oh, and my God. this is something that's kind of been percolating in our lives. Like she lost a skirt that I like was seventy bucks. That I don't spend that kind of money was she on clothes. Like wearing it? She,
3: she was it? playing <laughs>
0: with it with her friends, okay. and then it disappeared. Mm-hmm. And I was like so ticked off over the holidays. So I. And it's cold. I mean, it's cold yeah. here. It's rainy right now. And I was like, you're going to go to school cold tomorrow. And that's it. You know, these things are expensive. They're children that don't have these, um, you know, items and to keep them warm and you're not being responsible. And I'm just like beside myself. So she's looking at me and tears are brewing and I'm feeling like, you know, this is tough love, which is not my specialty. And so I'm I'm like, that's it. And everyone has then started to question me. Are you really going to send her to school tomorrow without a sweater? I was like, absolutely. Well, come the morning. It's like boring rain. Exactly. I was like, here's your sweater. (laughs) Um, I'm going to email the teachers that it's not, you know, to code. But she was really excited. It was share day. And I was like very excited for her little item. She had been talking about it. She had been practicing what she was going to say the whole bit. And sure enough, she leaves to go to the bus with my husband, and I see that she's left her share. And I (laughs) realize in this moment – this is the teachable moment. Obviously, yeah. I can't send my kid oh my freezing God. to school. Yes, but she forgot it. We've been talking about how forgetful she is. I know this is gonna mean something to her, and and probably will teach her a bigger lesson than being cold at school. Definitely. Yes, is this, and they won't call social services on me for forgetting shit. <laughs> right. So I was like, okay. And I sat there and thought about it. I called my husband and I was like, Emmy forgot her share. He's like, I know. She cried all the way to the bus stop. Oh, and my, my heart gosh. is just like
3: falling out of my chest. That was
0: today? This was this uh last what well, was last week. Oh god, I got it. Wait, so, so your
3: husband also wanted to do like that teachable oh, moment. Oh yeah, he's he was fully okay. he was in. Okay.
0: I did not do the teachable moment. moment. I got Did you drive to school? I did. Oh my god. <laughs> it took me like Zucker. an hour and a half in traffic. And I just, you know, it was that mom guilt thing because I'm a working mom and oftentimes I'm working 14 hours a day and I can't save her. Mm -hmm. And... I just that day I could. I think you yeah. did the right and thing. And I do. Like, I do. And I feel I support like support you. You know I'm half. tough. Uh, yes, you're
2: you're better. I, I'm, at it than I'm I am. very tough with my children, and you did the
3: right thing.
0: It was so nice.
3: And I also feel like that hour and a half in the car of her like probably being so upset was yeah. a teachable moment.
0: Not knowing I mean, that it was coming. Exactly. It didn't she know had it was a coming. minute. She had a minute, and yeah. she got it. She got me good. She oh, got oh, me Oh, you did the right thing. Now. I hope I so, but that I did it. Story. I just feel like I, you know, I would have done that too. It you would have okay yeah, 100% percent I don't know what would I would have done it
2: but I would have probably felt bad if I didn't do it. Yeah. Like if I could have done it maybe I would do it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's how I I was like I can do it today yes. and they are not every day that I could do that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I, I would have been got I was like my heart was like cuz then you uh, picture
3: like all of the other kids
0: sharing, like, sharing and then your daughter
3: just like sharing sitting alone storm. and crying. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well done. All right. That was it. Thank you for sharing. (laughs)
2: All right. So those are all our wins and fails of the week. And uh, in the next segment, we will be talking about our topic, which is a very big one and close to all our hearts, postpartum depression. So please hang on and we'll see you in just a minute. So mamas, I know that one of the uh, sad realities that comes after being done breastfeeding or having your baby is you actually get your period again. And I don't know about you, but... I feel like I
3: never have tampons around when I get my period. And I feel like I do, but I don't have tampons that are non-toxic. And you know I care about that stuff. And I don't. I never think about, like, chemicals or
2: fragrances or synthetic dyes. It's important, me. It's very important. It is. So... Lola to the rescue. Seriously. Lola is a subscription-based, like, box, basically, where you can choose the different types of products that you want, whether it be pads or tampons. Now they offer cleansing wipes, and they're very... Conscious about disclosing the list of ingredients in these products, for right? You. Because
3: I do want to know. I mean, if I'm so curious about what's going on in the food that I eat, I want to know what's going on going in in my in inside it's your going body. Inside me. Yeah,
2: so it's all BPA-free plastic applicators, and it's environmentally friendly and hypoallergenic and biodegradable and all natural, all the important things that we care about, especially for our our down under part.
3: And and you know what I love the most? It's founded by women. So I love that.
2: So for all of you listeners, we are offering you a special deal of 40% off all subscriptions. You just have to visit mylola.com and enter the promo code mama when
3: you subscribe. So, again, visit MyLola.com and enter promo code MAMA when you subscribe. Lola
2: to the, the rescue. rescue. All right. Postpartum depression. So, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, one in nine women will suffer from this. That's a staggering number. Uh, we each have had our own experiences with it. Um, Joe, I mean, I know as your friend, you've we've talked a lot about this over the years, and I yeah. think you have – you know, you've been through a tough road, but you have some, you know, beautiful perspective, and I think we really appreciate you being here and willing to share. And so, with that, I'm just going to turn this over to you for a minute and just share away on your experience. With share us, away.
0: Well, I don't know that I didn't suffer it from it with my first my mm-hmm. first delivery with Emmy, but I sure know that I was dark after sailor, which was so unusual. And I definitely had the benefit. My dad's an OB and he, um, he was very kind of aware and cognizant of, you know, he deals with a lot of women, you know, obviously postpartum that, um, are suffering on all different kinds of like in, in different ways. And the one thing he told me was that, you know, it's sort of hard to Diagnose Like oftentimes we just, so different. you know, that you're exhausted, you're, right. there's so, there's many, so many reasons, there's so many reasons to not feel your best self. Exactly. And I think that when it gets a little tricky is when you kind of just like let it go and go and go and go and go. And I also think it's an interesting time, even for the strongest of couples or your partner, whomever it may be that you're, you know, experiencing this like life altering thing, whether it's your first or your fifth, mm-hmm. it's altering your life in a huge, way. And so I think that it can really put the strain on it. So I think that in a way we're all dealing with some sort of, you know, emotional roller coaster after you give birth, unless you're just not connected. And I argue maybe no, that's they're just not admitting, admitting it. it. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Is. Right. Everybody is. But I was I was I feel like I had the clinical sort of classic with Sailor where it was. I didn't have the baby blues. Right. Um, I had the full on. I didn't. I remember I think I said it to you, Jamie. I was like, I don't – feel like there's a ceiling yes. of my happiness. Like there's a limit now to how happy mm-hmm. I can be. You mean like when you finally
3: felt like you could be happy or like, wait, I can't? It was or? like
0: – this is it. Like this is the peak of happiness. Like you it, couldn't, re- yeah. You yeah. Couldn't it was like, beyond. oh, my head's hitting yeah. the top of happiness and mm-hmm. that's it. Like there was no version of like being elated about something or I was like, this is as good as it's going to ever yeah, feel. Right. And it just was kind of like, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. It just like, I was numb almost to it. And, you know, we had a lot of extenuating circumstances. We had sold our house here in LA because I gave birth in Florida. Nick was coming to the end of his baseball career. That was super stressful and just hard to see him go through that. And, um, you know, we had a lot of different life things that yeah. were happening. But I really feel as though – admitting it, it. it's hard because I see other women that are kind of going through it. And you don't want to be like, you have postpartum because sure. you don't want to diagnose someone no, with that. You know, it's so tricky. But the truth is, is that sometimes it's good to just be like, oh, okay, this is what it is. Like, this is, this is what I am dealing with. There's ways. And some people genuinely benefit from medication, different like forms of. For me, I had a really adverse reaction to the antidepressant that they that I tried. Um, oh, also breastfeeding, I n- was never able to do. Exactly.
2: Never able to I mean, that's such a huge one. It throws so many women off because oh. you're not connecting or it's not working. Are you and guys going to guilt and po- shame. Or, We're going to do a whole episode. breastfeeding
0: oh, show for gosh. sure.
2: But yes, that's something that can really, I mean, there's a lot of triggers. There's a like you're saying.
0: And so for sure, that can definitely throw you into that. Definitely. And I think that, Um, I'm so honest about my postpartum. I'll tell anybody that talks to me about it because I want people to just hear me casually say, well, I had really significant postpartum depression with my second. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's something that's so real, but I, I think that it's not something that I don't think people are feeling ashamed of. I think it's more that you're not Connecting to the idea of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, the I, I don't love the baby blues term. Right. Because that really is like, well, yeah, we're all stressed out. We, by the way, we're like, we have, I still have baby blues then, like, because yeah. I have days where I'm like, oh my God. It's like minimizes it yes. in a way where yeah, it's like, 100%. this is actually something that you can acknowledge. Just like, you know, if you have arthritis or, you know, yeah. I don't know, whatever, you know, whatever you want to.
2: It's not casual. It's not casual. It's, it's a serious, serious. And it's very real. Were you
3: able to recognize that you were experiencing this or did someone pull you aside and say, look, Joanna, I I think you need to recognize what's happening or you don't look right? Or was it your dad that said, you know, I've –
0: I think my dad was very – you know, he's always kind of been open and talked about it. I think it was here when we had visited LA. I, was, I went back to work really quickly this pa- that past time. And I don't think that was probably the best idea at the moment, having like a six-week-old where I was like oh my gosh, mentally no. so shaky. But I was here and it was right around my birthday. And I remember I started to kind of talk about it when I was around my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It was like then I sort of just like felt like I could kind of take a deep breath. And I started to kind of just feel my way through the emotions. And everybody was like. Well, yeah. I mean, well, also, it's very clear.
2: Also, too, when you step out of like being a mom for a minute and step into those other roles that you're used to, even just being with your girlfriends yes. or like a literal role acting, and you realize, oh, something is feeling the same. Yeah,
0: it was that like can definitely edges. be edges and alarming. Yeah, and I think that I don't know that I am totally over it. Yeah, you know, it's so I. I kind of have those dips yeah. and, um, and I talked to one mom who's awesome and her kids are pretty much, they're about to go, her youngest is about to go to college. And she was like, yeah, I, I didn't, Get over my postpartum with my first until I had my second. It was like those hormones like shifted. Yeah, shifted. And then she's like, and I was in a real big fog for a few years. So um, I definitely think that it's something you know, it varies for everyone. It's not you know, it's not one size fits all.
2: No, I think also understanding. I think taking the stigma like that we can all feel as moms, like it's our fault or we're not dealing with things properly. I, I, I mean. I'm, I'll get to my experience in a minute because it deals a lot with those types of emotions. But you know what something is interesting and you're saying that it's it's not one size fits all is that there's postpartum depression, but there's also something called postpartum anxiety, which
0: i which I suffer from
2: tremendously and too. As well and in in our sort of our reading about all of this stuff in preparation for mm-hmm. this show. I think Jenna, it hit you pretty I know, hard. A light right, light
3: bulb went off when I was reading yesterday, and there was this one. I'll, I'll get into it after. Um, no, yeah, go well, ahead, go get into it. I was, I was reading and doing research, and um, there was something that said, you know, you you feel these things, and um, you're kind of embarrassed to say it, or it doesn't make sense to anyone else but you, so you don't really tell anyone. Right. Yeah. And for me, I had so I actually breastfed my both my kids for a year. Yeah, and I always feel guilty because breastfeeding, although I did it for a year, has never been something cozy and comfy and amazing. So like for a lot of moms who can't breastfeed, they're like, oh my God, like I feel so guilty that I couldn't breastfeed. Yeah. For me, I was able to. I had plenty of milk supply, but I hated, I wouldn't say hated, I you didn't enjoy it. I, I did not enjoy it. And yeah. um, I believe that when I was reading yesterday, a light bulb went off and I was like, oh my God, I I have, it's not done. I just stopped five days yeah. ago. You know, I had postpartum anxiety about breastfeeding because for me, I have a really bad neck and back. So every time I breastfed, it would kill me. I would go numb, like shooting pains down. Yeah. But I still wanted to do it so badly. But I was always, I had this like crazy fear that I was, you know, when I held Daisy, I was Hurting her back or her neck because I hurt some and and I would be sweating and I would like literally I would be all I could think about is hurting my neck, hurting my back, hurting her, and I never even thought that that was postpartum anxiety. I can
2: understand too why you wouldn't want to share that, which makes it's it embarrassing. All so much Everyone's worse. like, "What do
3: you?" Mean? I've I've shared it with a couple people and they like. Stared at me blindly. For they were like, sure. "What do you mean? Like, you can't hold your baby comfortably?" I'm like, "I try. Like, with a pillow. I try this, and it's like my my fear and anxiety of what I'm going through. Yeah, that I'm you know projecting onto my daughter, For and sure. I did it to my son too. But I I was reading yesterday, like, if you're sweating, if you you know in that moment, if you you just can't get out of it, like all I would do is breastfeed her, which was a lot during the day. Yeah, and be sweating and being like, I Anxious. hate this. Yeah, I hate this so oh. much. And that's a whole other topic. Why I didn't stop before? Yeah, it was a love hate relationship. I, but but yeah, I, I, I definitely suffered through. Yeah, I through mean, it.
2: for me in my own experience. So when I had Bo, um, oh. I had the same, like a very peculiar situation life in that my husband was playing minor league baseball. He was playing on the East coast, um, living in something called a host family um, where you live in someone's home that lives in the small town where his team is based with other baseball players, whatever we did this with our infant. So there's no sleep training. There's no nothing. And for me, I wasn't happy. I wasn't enjoying being a mother in the sense that it was just like this day-to-day grind of just getting through each day. And it just started to feel like it was changing who I was. And I wasn't sure what was happening. And it was almost like I got to this point where I was like, oh, well, maybe this is just my new reality as a mom. Maybe I'm just a shadow of the Jamie that once was now that I'm a mother. And I didn't talk about it with anyone, but I would be riddled with guilt and shame and tears because I just felt like I should be enjoying this. This is what I chose. I want to support my husband and be here with my baby, but I am not enjoying a single moment mm-hmm. of my day. I love my baby. Of course. I love him, but I'm not happy. And it, it in- I let it go on too long, and I have a naturally depressive personality mm-hmm. anyway, and I wish I would have been a little bit more proactive in thinking about this. Or And I was also on the East Coast, so I was away from my OB, and I wasn't reaching out to my friends, which is another issue of mine. But with my second son, I got on top of it. So I started to actually feel a little bit of the depressive, it, like postpartum or like prepartum, I guess, mm-hmm. while I was pregnant. And I went into my OB's office for a checkup. I think I might have been five or six months pregnant. And she was like, how are you? And I just started bawling. And yeah. she was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing this again. She sent me to a psychiatrist. And I was very hesitant about going on any drugs, even though I know he said it was very safe during my pregnancy. So I did something called TMS, which yes. is like magnetic stimulation. And it changed what is my it? life. So basically, you sit there for four weeks four or five weeks every day. And this thing just taps on your head. And it's sort of like magnetically moves energy to like your frontal lobe. And because I was living in fight or flight in my survival in the back of my brain, maybe possibly another long topic, yeah. but it's something that they do you, it's a it's a treatment they've had since the 60s, but it yeah. really changed it because I was able to recognize from my first son and be more proactive. And it changed my relationship with Jack. I mean, I still deal with guilt now that I wasn't the mom that I am with Jack that I was to Bo when he was little, but it's something that, like Joe said, it's a very individual experience. And I think even for those of you that are at home that might not even be connecting to what we're saying we've been through, there's a lot of clinical symptoms and signs and treatments for you. And I'm just going to list them for you guys now because I don't want any of you to feel like we didn't say something that you are that is pertaining to you. So usually it comes on between the first Three months, would yeah. you say? I mean, it's pretty initial. I mean, yeah. and also, too, you've got to think of you've got hormones in play, you've got lack of sleep in play, you've got everything in play. But symptoms and signs we've got anger, anxiety, guilt, hopelessness. I mean, I can, I think I had all of those. Yeah. Loss of interest or pleasure, mood swings, panic attacks, fatigue, depression, fear. Like, like I think I still have like I'm Sadness, crying, excessive worrying, like Jenna had, irritability, anger, which I had a lot of lots of interest in sex. Whoa, wowzes. Yeah. I mean another I, topic. A full another year topic. did not sleep. <laughs> wanted to sleep with my husband the yeah. whole year. Severe mood swings, <laughs> um, shame, guilt, inadequacy. I felt incredibly oh, inadequate. So sure. Withdrawal. And, you know, obviously there's the more extreme thoughts, which I think we all initially thought was postpartum depression, was harm- wanting to harm yourself or your baby. Of which is why people were so afraid to admit, to admit it. it. Yeah. And so you don't have you don't have to have all these symptoms. You can just have one. And I th- you can love your baby and still feel like something is off and yeah. something is wrong, and it can last a while. For me, it was a full year and a half. Yeah. And like you said, there's still some trickling things I think that we all feel like we've dealt with. And then because of this, not only do you suffer, but all your relationships. I mean, you know, you touched on a little bit like oh. your marriage, your friendships, and even men. It's – I just recently read men can suffer from postpartum depression. I mean – Because it's such a life – I mean, we too. don't want to – I was like – We want to throw them as few bones as possible. Seriously. I get it. <laughs> but, I mean, it is such a life-altering moment when you have a baby.
0: Absolutely. It's and it's not I always, you know, the, roses. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, you know, like I would call Jamie, I'd be like, I – I mean, and Nick and I, I feel like, have – one of those relationships that's super strong. Like yes. we're just super connected. are solid. And I was like, Jamie, <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what else to say. And I feel like, you know, you have that one friend that you can say those things to. Jamie's like that friend for me where I'm like – I need to say the worst possible thing that anybody could ever think, and I just need you to listen. Um, And you said something to me I remember that really resonated, which is why I think talking about it is so important, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm so happy for this podcast, because you're going to talk about so many things that are going to make us feel so much more connected. And we have such a great group of friends that, you know, we're also honest. And I love that you guys had like a baby group that you guys were in and all that kind of stuff. Like, I never did that. I wish that I had... But I think talking about it, and I think that that in, in itself, just the survival, because if it works, it may not be something that you've dealt with, but I could be like, oh, you know what? My girlfriend, Jenna, she dealt with that. Yeah. Let me call her right. and see what she used totally. for that extreme reflux or a diaper rash or whatever it may be because it's kind of that community that you really need because it's it's not one size fits all. No. And also too, you know, things feel differently to different people, you know, and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And and, and there's no judgment there either. But I do think that you said something to me, Jamie, you were like, with the connection, I felt such a – what also was really stressing me out was, A, I went back to work really quickly. So I was taken physically away from my mm-hmm. kid in that moment. And then I – she was just kind of one of those babies that, like, wasn't a super cuddly baby as opposed to Emmy. Yeah. Right. And so now she's edible. Like, I could suck her teeth. She's yeah. <laughs> the best.
2: Joanne, so now you all know I am up. Obsessed with Sailor. <laughs>
0: she is just – She's going to be a star somehow. She's like a hobbit. She's got <laughs> these gosh, huge, top. like, buck teeth that I love so much. And she's just so funny. But I didn't feel super connected to mm-hmm. her in the beginning because she, like, wouldn't look me in the eye. And then, of course, I went down, like, the rabbit hole of, like, well, if your baby's not looking you in the eyes, or something wrong with your oh baby. My Remember we were in the Bahamas? Yes, yes. and Like, we were on the back of a, of a um, golf cart, and I had her with me. And – i probably shouldn't admit that we were on the back of a golf cart with my infant it was like, it was we were, on like we were in a resort road. we were yeah, in a resort yeah, yeah. it's all good and like the wind hit her face and she like freaked out and i'm like jamie <laughs> and she's like stop
3: stop also like googling things is like Terrible. probably the worst thing you could ever we'll do never stop. <laughs> we'll never stop,
2: we'll never stop.
3: Yeah. yeah
1: you're listening to mama said with jamie and jenna
2: So I know we love to talk about how we never have time to shower. Never. So let's talk about how we can cover that up. And that's with a perfume. I love perfume. I'm obsessed with it. As am I. And my husband, by the way, is very obsessed with cologne, and they're very expensive, and he has so many, and how is he going to choose? So we found this thing called Scentbird, which is subscription-based. And basically, you can choose from all these designer, 450 different designer brands of perfumes and colognes, and
3: each month, you can choose the ones that you want to try. Yeah, they have Prada, Tom Ford, Versace, Dolce & Gabbana. The list goes on and on. They're so good. So good. So
2: just because you're a listener, you can go to Scentbird.com. Slash Mama Said and use our code Mama
3: Said for 50% off
2: your first month.
3: How cool is that? Amazing. You guys, again, that's scentbird.com, S C E N T bird.com, slash Mama Said for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Don't worry about showering anymore. Scentbird.
2: Sign, Sign on, on. Smell amazing. amazing.
1: Celebrity Big Brother is back, and we've got recaps of every single episode here on Rob as a Podcast. So whether you watch for the epic blindsides or for the insanity like Ricky Williams giving a colon massage to a constipated Kato Kalin, yes, that happened. Check out our Celebrity Big Brother coverage on Rob as a Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One.com or the Podcast One app. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
2: We we also reached out to some of you listeners um, to talk about some of your experiences, and someone wrote something interesting that um, I haven't had the experience with but I can totally get. So she said to me, after three miscarriages, two failed IVF, I finally had my baby girl. And then postpartum depression hit. And the guilt I had for not being so happy after all the work I did to have this baby girl made it so much worse. And I I just can't imagine that other level But I'm so – but she said she immediately got help, which I'm so proud of her for. She went immediately on an antidepressant, talked to her doctor because, like you said, talk, 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 talk. That's what the show is for. That's what your friends are for. There is zero shame in mom game. And this is one thing I'm going to drill into all y'all's heads because – it's such a grind on a daily basis. And we feel like we should constantly just be happy about being a mother. And I'm all for that. I am. I'm so grateful for my kids at the end of each day. I thank God for my two beautiful boys. But it is so Hard. hard. So hard. It is so hard. And you add something
0: clinical on top of it that is not your fault. It's so – and it's so out of your control. Exactly, And it also is like you, you're you not even in a space where you can say, okay, this is out of my control. Mm-hmm. It's not like a bully no, th- that's breaking no your heart. And no. you're just like, I, I don't know
3: how to get out of it. And I think one of the hardest things, like for me, my husband, who is the most amazing, compassionate human ever, even for him to see me be – Overwhelmed like that, it kind of scared him, and he yeah. didn't, he didn't know how to help me, and and he was there for me every step of the way. But I I could tell he was frightened. Yeah. Like, you know, like when I first had both babies, like I I remember feeling like very like like there was just like a, numb, like numb. Yeah, like, he would like something would happen, I'd be like, it's okay. Oh yeah, I
0: look at it. That was it. Or, like
3: it. that was my ceiling, or like exactly, or like <sighs> and we would we would like argue about something, and he would be really heated, and usually I'm like really heated too. Yeah. But I remember just being like. I can't argue anymore. Like, <laughs> like this is and, terrifying. And he, like, he actually was scared. Like, it's, it's for sure. you know, it's yeah. scary for the husbands to see their wives go through, the, or their girlfriends, or their their partners. It's just, um, it's one
0: thing that my dad said to Nick really early on, and this was actually after before we were pregnant with Emmy. I had a miscarriage, you know, right as like the end at the end of my first trimester. So it was a, a more significant um, That's a, procedure. Like it was yeah. a little bit different. Right. Like so, the act of miscarrying was a little bit more intense. Not that it matters when you miscarry. It's, you know, it is, it's, you know. No, anytime. Yeah. yeah. But in this particular instance, I had to go to the doctor and, like, you know, we had to, like, figure out the DNC, if there was going to be a DNC and all that kind of jazz. And my dad, I remember, said to Nick, "What he said, he's like, you will never, like, know that you just won't get it. Like, it's not going to – you can sympathize. You can be there. But you cannot fix it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just aren't going to totally get it. So it's, like, one of those things where you're like, okay, I've never experienced this. I don't know how this feels. And that's okay. And that I think that really helped Nick because he was, like – it kind of cleared him out of the weeds a little bit where he was like, okay, I don't have to fix this. I don't totally understand exactly how she's feeling but I feel terrible that she's feeling this way. And I'm and just so there it, for her. I'm just there for her. And it, so it eliminated the added stress of the freak out on his part, yeah. which then you resent so much because you're like, you don't even know what's going on. And you're like, you know, I, you don't want to give them any credit for anything in that moment. Yeah, At least right. I didn't. Right. No I'm way. I'm like, you're so selfish. Do not steal my postpartum. <laughs> <laughs> but um, My dad did, having said that, my Nick was like, and he's a fixer, yeah. which is actually something of our biggest arguments, we're all call and I'll be like, I've got to do this, this, and this, and this, and he's like, well, no need to stress, babe, and I'm like, well, Hi. no one's stressing, babe, yeah, and he's like, I mean, we can like do that. We've got plenty of help here, and this, 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 and I'm just like, uh, okay, bye. <laughs> It Can't literally drives me nuts. Sure. You're like, Can't yes.
2: just say no prob? Or, wow, you got a lot on your plate. Yeah, look at you. Can I help? Thanks for that list. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of making me aimlessly wonder what to do with my it day. Sounds like it sounds like such a jerky
0: thing to bitch about. But no, it's, it's not. Just like, we get uh,
2: it. Well, that was beautiful advice your dad gave. It, he's, and you're he, so was, lucky. Yeah, I, was I was so lucky. So Her, lucky. Dad's Her dad's the best.
0: best. Truly. I need to meet him. He's great.
2: So – I mean, it's so hard, I feel like, to wrap up this topic. And I feel like we'll probably revisit it again. For sure. In another show. But thank you so much for sharing about this because you're going to help so many people. And we want to give you guys some resources. One quick one is the PSI Helpline. It's a postpartum support international. It's 1-800-944-4773 or postpartum heartum.net then also head to the mama said facebook page we're going to put a bunch of resources for you guys too because you should not suffer alone please 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 let this community support you let us support you and what a segue our next segment will be (laughs) shitty mommy Um, but it's our favorite one so hang tight we'll be right back shitty mommy Okay, obviously it's my favorite segment. I hope it's yours too. A shitty mommy, Jenna and I have shared many shitty we're, mommy we're moments. we so shitty.
3: We're so, so, we're so shitty too. So shitty, Joe.
0: Please tell us why uh, are you a shitty mommy? Honestly, this could be an entire episode for me. <laughs> um, okay, so I alluded. It's all tied into this. This obviously, this losing thing is like really Emmy being the absent-minded professor is really like <laughs> rocking my world. So. I alluded to this when I started telling my the mom fail and win thing. Well, this started back in December when I was in Florida, and I literally lost my shit because I had had my, this idea of what I wanted her to wear to my cousin's 50th birthday party. Mm. And it's this tool little skirt from Zara, and I wanted her to wear little combat boots and this whole thing. And like I was like, she's just going to be so cute. You had the vision. I had the vision. And I couldn't find it. <gasps> oh, no. Okay. And I was pissed. And so I blamed Emmy. And I also was pissed because she lost a little cashmere sweater that I bought on clearance at J Crew. And it, so obviously, there's not another one that I can replace it with. And it was just the cutest little thing ever. I feel and like I'm you're like, going
3: to find everything, by the way.
0: Well, I was in Florida, right? So Nick's like, Comes home, I mean, they were right. She was riding her pony. She comes home, and I am just like tearing up the joint. And I am pissed. I mean, I am on one. And even Sailor was like, Mama, why are you so mad? And I was like, Sailor, sit down. Everybody, sit down. And I was, I went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I was pissed. And I was like, nailing it. And Nick was like, Good job, babe. You really like drilled home that situation the whole bit <laughs> i could see him saying "Nick's this. like i
3: don't even know him, but i feel like you do s- a really good imitation." Does.
0: side note nick did ask me are you sure you packed it <gasps> and i was like yeah i'm sure i packed it it's been here i've seen it since we've been here i s- unpacked it here nick <laughs> i got home from la looked into the closet and i hadn't even packed either item. And I just was like, shit. I'm a shitty mom. Like, I was so certain in my mind that that was in that bag. And I laid into her. And I just, I don't know that I've ever really done that. I mean, there's been one other time that we're like, wait, there's this, <laughs> this, is, this I just looked get at up, Jamie and I was like, do you remember flying back from the Bahamas? Yes. Oh. What am I? You have to share this. It's so good. By the way, go ahead. Go it's ahead. so bad. Share, please. Okay. So we're on this little pedal jumper. I have my, like, sailor who's seven or eight weeks yeah. old. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby. I am jacked in the head. Like, all <laughs> of it is just south. And Emmy is talking like shit to me. And can I cuss on this? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Thumbs up. She's like <laughs> – yeah, I don't love you. Like in (laughs) my ear. Okay. She's like, and this is so not Emmy. Okay. (laughs) You're not even holding the baby. Right. Uh, like just saying nasty, and I was like, Emmy, stop talking to me, and I started to get really emotional about it, and I was like, Stop it, Emmy, stop it, and she's like, Stop what? Stop telling you the truth? Like just terrible things, okay? And I'm just like, Oh my god, I I'm literally hating her at this moment. So all of a sudden, I look over to the flight attendant on this tiny little pedal jumper, and I was like, Oh what? Oh the police called from down. I was like, yeah. I did that on my last flight. You did. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. I I just did it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, please tell them she's sorry that she is – she doesn't mean it. And Emmy's just like, huh? (laughs) And so 20 minutes from like the Bahamas to the Fort Lauderdale airport, it's a small – it's a short flight, but I – wrecked her because i was like i don't know and i told everybody on the plane with us i was like you guys unfortunately i mean you guys are gonna have to take the baby i <laughs> mean i have to get off the plane first because we're gonna i think we might be detained
2: oh by God. customs by the way we all get it so we're all like oh, yes ooh, so yeah i wow,
3: mean yeah and they're like yikes this milo is be still talks tough to the one. police on the airplane for like, sure i told him we i we just booked a flight to or a trip to hawaii for spring break. And I was like, we're going to go on a flight. And it's going to be amazing. He's like, but will the police be there? And you're like, maybe. And yep, I'm like, they, they might will, be. Yeah. Yeah. They but yeah.
0: yeah they quiet, always, buddy. Always got it. Yeah. So we get off. We ended up all on the same shuttle, but we sat at the back of the shuttle and I was just like, guys, I wish we could be there with you, but like we can. I mean, I have to be detained. And so we get there and the customs. And so I was in full like believing in my insanity you committed i committed and we finally get through the line and emmy's like are we gonna have to go to like the room and i was like probably i don't know we're gonna like he's gonna let us know and so we get up to the line and i looked and i will be so great like eternally grateful to this man this customs agent i was like sir i am so sorry i know that you got word that my daughter was really really poorly behaved on um the flight and he's like Oh, yeah, I did. And I was like, she promises that she's never going to do it again, and I'm really, really sorry. And he's like, well, are you going to ever do that again? And she was like, no. And he's like, do you promise? Because I don't know what what we're going to do here. And she's like, I promise, I promise, I promise. And and he's like – well, I'm going to let you guys through.
3: Oh
2: my god. Oh, what if you gem. make a pot. he <laughs> was like it on It should be board. part of people's training. Yeah, it was Like so if you see parents traveling so with children, funny.
0: back up whatever
3: back
2: they up say. Back them up
0: and sh- and she did. She walked through that. And I was like, oh, I was so for that
2: proud of you and know, I, that was I don't know if I'm harder on my kids cuz they're boys. Like I always mm-hmm. wonder if I had girls if I wouldn't be as tough. Like yeah, Like, we, when we were traveling, there was a moment in the airport where Beau was just not cooperating. And I yeah. had to grab his arm and, yeah. like, pull him towards me. And it's not a proud moment of mine. I mean, it happens. And he just looks at me and he goes... <gasps>
0: You, you hurt bruised my <laughs> oh, arm, and I was like, "Oh, it makes yeah. me want to grab you even harder." Yeah. What if they? What? What about when they do it loudly? Oh, oh exactly. And no. you're just like, no. as if I don't even. I don't spank my kids, so um, I just wasn't spanked, and it's just not. It, I. I don't. I just don't do think do do okay, right okay, but I don't. Again. I don't judge. Yeah. I mean, I don't want you to abuse I your children, but like, yet, but it's possible. So yeah. So I'm like, so it's obviously sensitive to me that. When I'm like, you better get over here right now, and you better behave. And Sailor now is getting it. She's like, don't put me in time out mom. Uh. And I'm like, oh my god. And then Emmy, one time I grabbed her hand, her arm at the Grove, and she was like, you have hurt me. And I am so mortified. That's why I like, wonder should, should we be spanking our kids? So they don't make such I, a big deal.
2: Because uh. I said to actually said to Cutter last night, I was like, hey. I don't think this is getting through to him. Yeah. Like, I don't think us being rough or yelling at him matters. No. He was blatantly ignoring me, and then I was like, all right, I'm taking this away. And he's like, no, which, by the way, is the worst sound in the world yes. to me is when my son goes, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, because I, I, it's just, I was like, oh, your ears do work. You have heard the last 20 things he's I've heard said F to you. He's, not
0: only has he heard, he's actually like, Registered it. he yes. it it, he's absorbed all. And he's, I've resorted and he's to the fact of being like, oh, you. oh, you're gonna have to get a shot for
2: that. That's yeah. everything's <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're gonna have to. You're not eating your vegetables. You're gonna have to get a shot for vegetables. Yeah, like totally. I'm. Oh just, my god. My
3: th- he just had a hand foot mouth, which is like the oh thing in the world. Oh my god. And every time he doesn't wash his hands, I'm like, remember that big sore you had on your tongue, like that huge one? I was like, you're gonna get it in like five yes, minutes if you yes, wash yes, your hands. He's yes, like, yes, no. Yes, yes. He still doesn't. Go to the Can you guys? Can you guys do an
0: episode on? um Hands at mouth. I'm just no, kidding. please. I mean, I literally get nightmares <laughs> going to the pediatrician and how you deal with the embarrassment. Yes. Okay. Definitely. And then, um, what's the other one that I feel like we need to? I'll, I'll like just start. Just come back I'm for starting all of them. To like, come on. Uh, well, by the make way, your no, list. I need. I genuinely need to benefit from this information. So I would love to hear how you get through getting shots without it being. Mortified. Oh my god! Yes. Well, that's a great idea for a show. It's that's my just like that's oh, a great idea for a show.
2: Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you guys for having me. I hate to do this, but it's time to wrap it up. First, we just want to say to all the mommies out there that might be suffering from postpartum depression or anxiety, or even just are having a hard time or a hard day right now, you will be okay. We are three real mamas, and we are on the other side of it. We're here to show you the light, and we're here to support you, and you're not alone. And so we're going to wrap this show fully up with a very personal mama said a favorite of mine <sighs> from Miss Joanna. <laughs> so please will you leave us and our listeners Joe with
0: your mama said. Well, my mama said, the secret to a successful marriage is always putting out because if you do it right, it takes less than 5 minutes. Hey.
2: <laughs> there you are. We leave you
0: that gem. <laughs> Enjoy. I'm like working on Bravo. under two. <laughs> yes,
2: amazing. Bro, I God, I need so many lessons because part of the reason why I don't do it is because it takes so long. It
0: does too
2: much. Yes. All right. Love to you guys. Talk to you soon, guys. Thank you
1: Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcast one the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review.
2: Sponsors for this episode of Mama Said are Scentbird. Go to scentbird.com slash mama said and use code mama said for
3: 50% off your first month. Lola. For 40% off all subscriptions, go to mylola.com and enter promo code mama.